Hello, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We are a semi-professional look at wedding and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. Look at us staying together. We've made it through how many episodes now? Still alive. 25? I don't know at all, so... Much closer than I am. I was gonna say 11, but that's there's no way we've done 25. This will be the 25th. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, well, thank you all for hanging in there, and thank you, Steve, for putting up with me for 25 episodes. Uh, we're shutting (laughs) is that where this was going? We're done. So, Jennifer, what did you want to talk about today? Well, you wanted to talk about cake cutting. Yes, that's what I wanted to talk about, too. I'm so glad that you said we could talk about this and didn't tell me specifically we we're not allowed to talk about this. The subjects. So I pointed something out to Jen that I've noticed this year at weddings to see if she had seen if she, she was noticing the same thing. And I pointed it out to a few of our other friends and they said they'd been seeing it, too. And Jen looked at me like a crazy person. Though. Well, it's only happened to for one of our couples. So I just assumed it was happened for several of my couples, but only one of our joint couples. Yes. So our, like a joint like. Where, where we're shooting couples. a wedding together as opposed it's, to me shooting without you. Yes. You get them on the weekends and I get them on the weekdays. <laughs> a lot of weekday weddings over there, Jen. <laughs> I like my sleep on the weekends. So the thing I've been noticing is a new trend, I guess you could say, at weddings. So traditionally when the bride and groom cut the cake, they cut the cake and then they each get a little piece of cake on their fork. Then they feed that to each other. Or on their fingers and feed it to uh, each other. Four or five times this year now, I have seen it where the couple cut the cake and then they each just take a bite of cake and then they feed each other. And like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, they must have forgot but it keeps happening. And I talked to a few other wedding photographers that I know and hang out with. And they were like, that's been happening at a lot of our weddings this year too. And we've never noticed it before either. So I feel like, I feel like the, we cut the cake and feed each other first thing. I feel like it's going away. I feel like people are sick and tired of waiting for their, their significant other to stuff cake in their mouth for them. They want to, they want to get it in their own mouth. It's very hard as a photographer to be so close to that piece of cake and that for them not to feed me too. Yeah. Every time I'm up there, I'm like, when do I get the cake? How do I get a piece of this first, first slice of cake? For the most part, that's a trend. I would say the majority of the weddings that we do, especially ones who do not have planners, I show them how to cut the cake but I don't get yeah. to bite that piece of cake. There's a trend we want to get started. <laughs> we want the bride and groom, they cut the cake, and then they just walk over and feed it to the photographers before they take a bite. <laughs> you know? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, you know, if I were in your shoes, bride or groom, I'd feed you a piece of cake first, you know? So <laughs> let's just throw that out there. So let's go back to the whole the whole cutting of the cake it is it is a tradition um that we practice at least in the united states um i assume for the most part worldwide um is this a tradition that you see in 
other weddings in like uh, the UK, China, India, anything like that? In photos I've seen from weddings in the UK and Australia and New Zealand, it seems that they do a cake cutting ceremony if there is a cake. But there isn't always a cake. Sometimes they have other things or no desserts. But I mean, that's pretty normal here, too. Sometimes we have a donut wall. We don't have cake. So and if there's a donut wall, sometimes they cut the donut and share that. Sometimes they just say the donut wall's open and then they walk away. And in rare instances, somebody will just walk over to the donut wall real early in the day and just grab a donut off of it. Oh, it's my favorite to be able to go to that guest and say, excuse me, sir, but they have not cut the donut yet. (laughs) (laughs) They have not sliced the donut in half. So, um, so the tradition of the cake cutting is to, to slice the cake together. So cake meaning like your, I I would assume your financial, like providing, like you get your cake and you eat it too. So you're cutting the cake, you're feeding each other by like promising them that you will provide for one another. Yeah. So um, the whole idea with the, with couples feeding themselves, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. You know, Marie Antoinette said, let them eat cake and they're just doing it, you know? (laughs) Well, I mean, the whole, the whole idea about being married for for some people is that this is going to fulfill something in their life and make it better. And I will say that I would never want to spend my life without you. I would want to, I want to experience things with you. I and mean, we've talked a little bit about me going to New York by myself for a while, just so I can get like this New York itch, um, creative itch out of my system. Um, but I can't imagine doing that without you. So I think it's really great to keep that in, like in minds, like, you know, you need to provide for your, for each other. You need to support one another because that's going to be a part of this, why you're making that decision. But you go into marriage thinking the other person's going to fulfill something for you that you have missing. It's going to set you up for a marital disaster. Because all that really happens is you get into that marriage and then you realize, hey, I didn't actually have a gen-shaped hole in, in my life. I have a hole in my life. And that's something I need to work on repairing on my own. But it's not something Jen can repair for me. Yeah. Just using myself as an example there. <laughs> We're getting real deep on this cake yeah. cutting. Yeah, I don't know how this got so deep. I thought you said, <laughs> I was like, this is something light. We can just kind of mention at the top. And now here we are. Things evolve. Yeah. People evolve. So the whole the whole idea of um, like feeding yourself and then feeding your spouse. I think mean, if you can take care of yourself, it does make your, and you, yeah, like you can take care of yourself. You can feel like fill that hole yourself. That makes you a stronger person for the other one. Mm-hmm. And that provides for a really great foundation. Plus, it's kind of like when the uh, oxygen bags drop on the airplane, you're supposed to take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else. Because, you know, it's not going to be good if uh, you feed <laughs> the cake to your spouse and then you die of hunger. <laughs> You've got to take care of yourself first. <laughs> so you could just put that air mask on and just be like, 
you can fend for yourself. <laughs> so you can take a bite of that cake and then you say you fend for yourself. So other than cakes, what did we want to talk about today? <laughs> I wanted to talk about like cake. <laughs> I let cake. Listen, let's talk about the, this tier, the top tier of a cake. This is okay. something we're seeing a change too. Couples are actually cutting up their top tier. Oh my gosh. And, and like serving it to their guests instead of paying for that extra tier to take home to freeze. Which as uh, people who did take home a top tier to freeze, let me just tell you, terrible idea. Don't do it. It was the only piece of cake I even got from our wedding and it was crumbly and terrible oh, a year no. later when we ate it on our <laughs> first horrible. anniversary. So... There's like a tradition where you take your top tier of the cake, you bring it home, save it for a year in the freezer, and then you eat it. The problem with that is when you do that, it gets like freezer gross, freezer burning. Well, and it's gross. And people can actually get food poisoning from yes. it. Yes. It's not a good idea. What I do suggest is why not cut up that piece of that top tier of your cake, serve it to your guest so you're not wasting money, and the day, like the, your anniversary date contact your well don't actually contact on your date because it's not gonna happen but like <laughs> the morning of your anniversary wake <laughs> up six in the morning and just call that cake shop right away and be like hey could you bake me a cake today and, you know exactly more than like likely a cake. sunday and they did not just spend all day on saturday like preparing for weddings or probably up until like typically cake artists are up either at 2 a.m or they just don't sleep so yeah, just give them a call on Sunday and let them know they're not going to sleep in for this day either. Give like send an email to your your cake artist and see if they can just design a little cake for you um, to to enjoy for the first day of your anniversary or maybe even cupcakes because I mean how can you say no to cupcakes? They're the the best kind of cake. They're the best kind of cake because instead of cutting a slice and eating that and feeling content, you can be like. Well, this one cupcake wasn't a whole slice. And the next thing you know, you're like, I just had eight cupcakes. What was I thinking? And then you feel terrible for the rest of the day because you ate too many cupcakes. Uh, Stephen, no one can relate to that. Everyone <laughs> can relate to that. Everyone. That Nobody. only applies to cookies. That does not apply to cupcakes. It depends how big the cupcakes are, Jen. <laughs> if they're little mini guys, yeah, I would say that it would be easy to consume that many. But oh my gosh, eight cupcakes. Hey, you know, honey, uh, I'm a little concerned about diabetes. <laughs> Jennifer, 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 heart attacks are what you need to be concerned about with me. I'm dying, Jen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, were you prepared for it to get dark? Yeah, it just got deep and dark. This is a cave I did not want to get into. <laughs> okay. So what what other things are we seeing with cakes? Uh, one thing I've loved that I've seen recently is that they've taken cakes and said, hey, instead of stacking the cake, where it's like tier on top of tier on top of tier, going from, tears the, on, largest, tears on tears. <laughs> going from the largest tier to the smallest tier, they're like, what if instead we hung the cake and then they put the smallest tier on the bottom and the, <laughs> the biggest tier up on the top? This happened once. I've seen it at a bunch (laughs) of weddings, Jen. It's only happened at one of ours. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone's trying to, I think a lot of the, like, hanging the cake from the ceiling kind of thing is just a way for them to get on Pinterest. From the ceiling? 
Well, I don't know. Where where you see these photos? Ours was just like a little, a little stand. Yeah. Well, I'm just ceiling. saying like, I think it's just a way for it to be like an all like, I want like Pinterest or getting published and stuff. And just there's fine. nothing wrong with wanting something that hangs from the ceiling, but like wanting something just because you wanted to be published. There's really nothing wrong with that either. I don't know where I was going with that. You do you. <laughs> have fun i just Just i am i'm all about cake and real flowers Mm. that's it i'm all about fake cake and And, flowers and and icing flowers (laughs) i've actually i've seen it done very well like the uh sugared the like sugar flowers put together like of a peonies oh my goodness it was beautiful but it's just so we take peonies which are already one of the most expensive flowers and now we're going to make them into sugar frosting peonies, it's not peonies it doesn't like, have real peonies like in it Steven. 20 times more expensive than peonies. how many but it's edible how many peony bouquets are you gonna have at all your tables are people just gonna start eating the flowers out of the middle yeah, because people, like, 100% of everyone is just Next so... Next wedding you go to, <laughs> lick every flower. Oh, you don't Lord. know if it's edible or not until you get a tongue on it. You know, I do remember no one eating the flower because it looked so real that people thought it was a real flower, so they didn't actually eat it until, they, like, they touched it. And they're like, oh, oh my goodness. But I don't know if it's plastic. I don't know if it's, like, sugar or plastic or what, but... And then once I they found out it was piece. edible, it was they good. were like, I see something beautiful. I must destroy it. Is that, is that what it was? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I want that beautiful thing in my stomach. The past two years, I've we've seen nothing but like white cakes. I wonder if that's going to change in 2020. White cakes? I, I, all we see is white cakes. We saw a chocolate cake at one wedding, but it was the groom's cake. We did see one that looked like it was made out of wood, which was actually really neat. Um, it fit, fit well with their decor, but sometimes Crazy it can story, go. Though, it actually was wood, and people tried to eat it, and they got splinters in their mouth. And then they had to get so tetanus shots. So it actually worked really well for their wedding, um, the, the, the wood look. I can see how that can look a little cheesy for some, but I, I liked it. I thought it looked really neat. Mm-hmm. But I think that's one of the reasons why people just stick with a classic white cake because, first of all, it's probably cheaper. And also... Because it costs money to dye that frosting from white to another color. Well, and it's matched the, to get the right, the, right, um, the right color, the right tone that you want. Also, um, people are kind of doing away with that anyways. Like tones, a lot of us from what we've experienced have been neutral tones for, for weddings. Mm-hmm. People are getting, but that doesn't mean that people should do that. But all right. So I realize this is a podcast. We can't visually show you, but we're going to teach you how to cut wedding cake. This seems to be the one thing that universally no one knows how to do. Uh, let me tell Unless you how you're in you the cut wedding a wedding industry. cake. You take a knife and you insert it and then you cut it and then you pull the piece out. It's crazy that everybody asks how to cut the cake. 
like they don't know how to cut into something is the is the concern is the concern like I'm gonna cut a piece that's too big? No, I think the concern is what are these utensils that we're using, and how in the world do we actually get it? Do I use this one? Do you use this one? Okay, so you're gonna use the long, narrow one because you're gonna have two utensils. You're gonna have one that's shaped like a triangle and one that is like a like a knife. One that is a knife, not like a knife. <laughs> well, it's like a knife. Um, so what you'll do is you'll cut two slices. So you've got like a, a little narrow rectangle. And then you will slide the triangle one underneath. So you're like trying to slide it underneath the cake, the piece, the slice that you just made. And then you take that knife and you jab it straight down, like instead of pulling out the the knife uh, or the the sword, the the sword in the stone, you're sticking it back in the stone. And so you're gonna slide it in there, and then you pull both knives towards you at the same time, and it slides the piece right out. Oh, one's a knife. One, the other is a uh, serving. Yeah, it but it a looks a like a knife. Thing? That looks like it would do more damage than the other one. Yes, well, a spoon would do more damage than a knife if you got it inserted into your body as well. Oh my gosh. What a terrible visual for it's everyone. from Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> I'm going to cut your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> so you're pulling that out. Then you feed. You take the fork, you feed yourself, and then you feed the other person. <laughs> yes. <gasps> I don't know. I'd like to just see somebody one time just go up there and they've been told, you know, cut a piece of the cake and they just take that spatula and they just stick it under the whole cake and just try to lift the whole top tier oh, up. Oh, please, please don't. Don't do that. Don't take Stu's <laughs> advice. Don't do that. See if you, you can get that do whole have no top idea. You have tier. no idea how much cake costs, do you? Oh, no. There no, are some no. of our couples who spent more money on their cake than they spent on us. I saw a Facebook group, a wedding Facebook group the other day where somebody was telling everyone that the only people you're supposed to tip vendor wise at your wedding is the cake artist and the DJ and you don't tip anyone else. Curious on the reasoning on that. They said that's uh that's just what they had learned from their, their wedding planning courses that they'd been taking or something. So the course was uh, done by a uh, cake artist DJ. That's all I can think. That is, that's literally the comment I wrote underneath. In the, at least in the United States, any type of service you receive, you you should consider a tip. But for us, we never expect it at all. Yeah, I did an engagement shoot. But we shoot. love when we get tips. Like, you are our top couple. We love you more than all of our other couples. I did an engagement shoot last night, and they just started pulling bills out at the end. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And like, this is to cover parking. I was like, that makes more sense. <laughs> I would have felt incredibly uncomfortable if one of our couples tipped us after an engagement shoot. I would have felt so weird. I'd be like, um, no, you guys go out to dinner with that. That's fine. Like, don't worry about me. And then make them feel super awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last night at the end of my engagement shoot, I forgot to tell you this. Um, as as they were going to leave, the um, the they bride, did the robot. No, the future bride. No, I do the robot when I feel <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. That's what you just witnessed. The the future bride did like the thing where she's like, "I'm gonna hug you," and then thinks about it and is like, "I don't know this person that well." 
and then held out her hand and gave me a handshake and said, I'm going to shake your hand. Goodbye. And I was like, awesome. And so then the, uh, the groom came over to, to shake my hand and I pulled him in. I gave him a hug. I made it real awkward, Jen. Why do you hate me? I just, you already told me the story. Oh, Jen, not on the podcast though. <laughs> I did tell you the story, but I didn't tell you on the podcast. This is the problem with being married to the person you podcast with. You don't have these good stories that get this shock and awe. <gasps> did, you did you hugged someone? Oh my gosh. That's what I was <gasps> expecting. There we go. <laughs> Cause that's what you said last night. I can't believe you hugged someone. Oh gosh. That better. That was much better. Uh it was much closer to your response last night when I told you the so story. So not like yeah. sarcastic at all. Mm-hmm. No, not sarcastic at all. I I have been told I don't really pick up on sarcastic tones. So people say that like it's a really good thing most of the time. That is not true at yeah, all. They're like you don't understand sarcasm and then they smile really big and pat me on the back. It makes me feel good. You've never had that happen to you ever. Yeah, and then they hug me sometimes, and every once in a while they kiss me right on the mouth. <laughs> so I got a question for you, Jen. Um, back back on the cake talk. What time does a cake typically get delivered on a wedding day? Is it there like first thing in the morning? Does it come right before the reception starts? Do, do you have any idea? It depends on if the place their wedding is being held has some sort of cooler mm-hmm. or a cool a cooling space like a like a fridge. Yeah, like people will have it. You just don't want you don't want a cake delivered at nine a.m. during an outdoor barn wedding, and you don't cake, cut the cake until like nine because that mm-hmm. thing is going to be melted. It's not going to look good, and it's also going to taste gross. What, do they have to use like special icing or anything to like keep the the cake from just melting away when it shows up? Well, it's not the cake that melts; it's the icing. Darling. That's why I asked if they need to use special icing. <laughs> they use like typically it's buttercream, but there's other people. You know, you can do different flavors of icing. You can do fondant. Fondant is like the safest, but the most disgusting. Yes, fondant is very disgusting. It's the worst frosting in the world. In fact, I don't think it should be called frosting. It should be called melted plastic. Yeah. It's real bad. Agreed. Um, Or you can do a naked cake and that doesn't have, it does have icing, but not very much. That's usually, they do like the icing in between the two layers of each tier. Yeah. And and then then, they usually glaze it. Yeah. Yeah. So it like all stays in and it's not like dry cake. And those cakes they have to like cut to get like that good look on them, right? We had one of the most delicious cakes, um, naked cakes, and it tasted like a donut. It was amazing. Yeah. And the weird thing about naked cakes is you have to get naked to eat them. It makes the reception really awkward, but kind of fun too. awesome. (laughs) It depends on your perspective. So another thing about cakes, um, Stephen, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> when should, when's a good time to cut the cake? Good time to cut the cake? Mm. Uh, first thing when you get into the reception, cut that cake as soon as possible. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> no. I feel like that's right. So most of the weddings we shoot, you walk into the reception area and there is a cake in the middle of the dance floor. 
And so a lot of times when the couple comes in, sometimes the couple go and like do a dance right away, like a first dance if the cake's not right in the middle. Uh, sometimes they wait and they'll do the dancey dances after everybody eats. The dancey dance? The dancey dances but after everybody eats. Um, and when they do that, they typically cut the cake first because then the serving team can actually cut the cake to serve to the guests while they're doing their dances and stuff like that. So there's a little bit of prep time before the cake comes out and gets served to everybody. So I would say it's best to do first thing when you first get in there because that gives the serving team the most amount of prep time before the cake mm. is actually going to be served to go through and cut it. Um, and it also puts you in a more relaxed state. You know, you walk straight into your your reception. You do the cake cutting. You do the first dance. You do the... Uh, the other dances, the other special dances, you knock that all out of the way first thing right when you get in there. Maybe before you go sit down, you have the toast done then as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is now you're you, like now you're now. this is like you a photographer coming up with like, I don't care how about, am I gonna no, get this has nothing to do This has nothing to do with the photography. Uh so now you get the toast done. No, this is way then, too much. At then salads, time. food come out. As soon as that's done, the DJ just says Yo, the dance floor is open. It's going to be popping all night now. And there's no like the, DJ that, Steve. There's none of that like awkward stuff where like <laughs> everybody's just kind of like. DJ Steve. Well, half the people are done eating. Half the people are still eating. And now we're waiting for the next event, which will then signal the party starts after that. Instead, it's just like halfway through people eating, you know, the first few tables are done and the DJ can just start playing music and. You know, get get some butts out on the dance floor. Then people got a show to watch while they're eating dinner and a show right there. There's never too many butts on the dance floor. So, um, I disagree with you. I don't think you should do everything right at the very beginning. Just because I think when people walk into that reception, they're ready to get some food. So, do the cake cutting, maybe the first dance, and then feed your guests. Um, I would disagree with that because you were, you so, had your, you had your speech. So Let me finish you, what I'm you saying. You cut me off multiple you know. times when I was talking. I was commenting about so, what you. So many times when they walk into the reception, it's immediately following cocktail hour where they've just had a ton of fruits, How cheese, often crackers, have you been to a cocktail hour um, and been full off the food? I've Zero times. Many times. Because they don't feed you a full meal. They give you little snacks and you might be able to get like two bacon wrapped shrimp. Well, what didn't we shot at the beginning of August? We went into it. There were two tables that had cheese piled maybe three feet high. Cheese, fruit, crackers, like three feet high on these tables that were maybe six feet in diameter. Giant tables, giant, giant amounts of cheese, fruit, everything. And by the time the cocktail hour was over, it was almost all gone. There may be like 10 chunks of cheese left on one of the tables, and that was it. Those people had more than enough to eat. Yeah, how often is that, though? So let me go back to what I was saying before I was rudely in interrupted. Um, you interrupted me. No, when I, was I did not. To. I didn't cut you off and say, here, let me have a conversation. And then I'm going to change into another conversation, another <laughs> I want to tell you a story now that after I've cut you off, I didn't do that. Okay. So you walk in, you walk in. I, I do think you should cake, cut your cake before you um, serve dinner. The reason why I, I say this is because your guests are, are going to want to have dessert after the food is eaten. Like that's the guest 
it's like they're not going to stay stick around just for the cake like don't hold your cake hostage don't hold anything hostage to keep people there longer if they're going to stay they're going to stay if they want to leave they're going to leave and so they're just going to leave and the only thing they're going to say is i didn't get any cake that really sucked so what i'm hearing from you is you can't hold your guests hostage with cake yeah they're going to leave maybe anyway. with threats of violence you could possibly yeah. Awesome. So still I would say that like <laughs> cutting the cake first, so that way the, your catering team can serve the cake right as dinner is eating. And that way people can be eating cake while toasts are going on. I would say don't do toast before dinner either, because it's, it's like everyone's just waiting to have some sort of food to eat That's a good point. and have a you drink. You champagned up during uh before they even get their food. Well, and the, also typically they close the bar. So as soon as like food is being served again, a lot of times they'll open up the bars again, but people want to have drinks. And if you're doing all of these activities, they're not, they don't have any drinks and they don't have any food. So do like one or two. I wouldn't do like your first dance and then like father, daughter, mother, son, or any other dances there. I would just do maybe just a first dance and then do, if you want to do the mother, son, do it like to open up the dance floor or, or such. My favorite thing is when couples who are getting married, instead of doing like the uh, the dances with their their parents, with each one of their parents, they uh, bring both of the parents out on the floor and uh, each one of them will dance with one of the parents. So that way it's not like, oh, just, just dad's dancing with the daughter right now and mom's mm. watching or talking or doing whatever. It's like, it's a family affair and it's a, it's a big group party. And I, I like that. I like that feel a lot more. I yeah. like more people being involved. But you're really close to your family. Not everyone is. So <laughs> it just depends on how close you are. Some people really hate the idea of having to dance with their parent yeah. altogether. Yeah. And that's why if you bring both parents out and now you and your significant other are both dancing. you have to dance with dancing. both of them? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. One of the trends I love the most is when people were like, you know, this song's three minutes long. I really only want to dance in front of everyone for about one minute and the dj just like fades that music out one minute in and it's done as long as they don't do that on the first dance because that one's important i need a lot of pictures of that yeah. <laughs> yeah those other ones were like yeah we got a we got a couple we're good you can end this song now you kicked it yeah first dance i was like do you think i can climb up to that balcony before <laughs> the dance is over so question for you, since we are talking about cakes, I was shooting a wedding a little while ago. They had a donut hole wall. Um, how, wait, how did that work? How did that, how did so the So it was like a bunch of pegs in the wall and they literally took the donut holes, they cleaned the pegs first and they stuck well, them yeah. onto like, the pegs. Well, you don't know that really, but like the pegs, <laughs> were they like small pegs or were they, they were they, they were big? tiny pegs. It, it would have been okay. like a nail, a bunch of dull nails kind of okay. sticking out. And so, yeah, they stuck the donut holes on like that and they actually made like a cool pattern and it looked really nice. Um, but some of the people did start going up and grabbing donut holes before the cake was cut and served. And I feel like a lot of times with donuts, when you're doing donut dessert instead of cake dessert, you see a lot of people grabbing donuts or even if it's cupcakes or cookies or brownies, like if it's not the actual cake and there's just like a dessert table with desserts out, a lot of times people go up and grab desserts before the official dessert time. See, that's the thing. People want, after they finish their dinner, they want dessert right away. They don't want to have to wait for it. So if you have the cake cut, you don't have to worry about that. Or 
you have your catering team set that stuff out when it's ready to be served, but people will start grabbing things. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. If you don't care, then just have it set out. Or you set it out and then you set up a little electric fence around it. That's a good idea. That probably doesn't cost any money at all. No. I mean, you just need a car battery and some metal. That's all you really need, right? And an ambulance bill. Well, I mean, you put up a warning sign. If the people touch it, it's their fault. You're not paying for the ambulance. Their insurance hopefully is, but probably not. They're probably paying for the ambulance out of pocket. Is it kind of like um, the little signs that they put on the back of dumpsters? Don't <laughs> Don't drive... Don't drive too. Oh, dump trucks. Dump not trucks. Dumpsters. Then, not, not dumpsters. Dumpsters with wheels. <laughs> what are those called? If you remove the wall, this dumpster is up against, <laughs> it might roll over onto you. Well, like the dump trucks, when they are full, you're not supposed to be like, what, 50 feet behind and they're not responsible for broken windshields. Is that what it's like? Is that what that sign yeah. will say? Yeah. It's like, we're not responsible for your ambulance ride to the hospital. <laughs> After your heart stops when you touch this car battery electrified fence. Don't go near the cake, you know? <laughs> it's really your Don't fault. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, as a wedding guest, do you feel like you even have to wait anymore for dessert? Because you're kind of making it sound like wedding guests do what they want. I, I don't really see. I mean... Maybe I'm profiling, but it typically is the people who are older than us that are going up and grabbing food. That's not true. A lot of times I see little kids sticking their fingers into the frosting <laughs> of the cake. No, I don't think it's like a change. I think that people just are like, oh, everything is set out. So I think that weddings have changed drastically and the generation above us and like the baby boomers, they experience like having maybe more of a cake and punch kind of wedding so they assume food's out so you you go and you grab it and you can eat it when our generation's been to a lot more weddings that are like that and they know a bit more of the etiquette that's what i assume that's what you assume but i shot a wedding with you one time and while the groomsmen were standing in line waiting to go outside to walk down the aisle the uh brother of the bride went up to the donut wall and grabbed one and just ate it Right before going out and walking down the aisle. So, you know, all bets are off. Millennials, they're, they're savage animals. Yeah. They're, they're eating those. They're, they're, they're eating the donuts before the reception even starts. Yeah. I just, I don't think there is like been an etiquette set where I think that most people our age have been to enough weddings like that, that they, they know what the etiquette is. Honestly, I'm not going to be real butthurt about it. Like, I'm just going to, like, let it happen. Let guests, let, like you said, like, let them eat cake. <laughs> and then hopefully don't get your head chopped off. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today on the Wedded Podcast. Jen, if people who are listening aren't too butthurt, where can they find us? <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners we're growing on Facebook, you can join the Wedded Facebook group. And don't forget to add your love buddies to the group. You can also visit our website at weddedpod.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. I love you too, Marie Antoinette. (laughs) 